Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to go over some DE filter cleaning tips for you, and I'll go over some of the best practices that I use out there to clean a DE filter, and also I'll go over some things to know about DE filters so you're aware of some of the things that could go wrong with them and things to look for to troubleshoot them. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. I find that the pool service professionals and homeowners have a love-hate relationship with DU filters. We love how effective they are in keeping the water clear, but we really hate cleaning them, and there's a number of reasons behind that. Um, They're overly complicated in a lot of cases. The top manifold DE filters made by Pentair, FNS Plus, Hayward, and Jandy, they all follow the same design where you have the eight grids and then you have the top manifold. Um, The Stay Right DE filter, the System 3 is a little different. And of course, the quad type DE filters are a little different because they have the cartridges that you actually have the DE coating them. So those are a little bit different. So I'll start by talking about the standard ones that you're going to see with the top manifold and the eight grids. Some of the problems you're going to have in this filter is if you take it apart, it may be challenging to put back together, especially if you're new or if you're a homeowner taking care of your own filter. You may find putting the filter back together after cleaning it slightly difficult. I think the engineer that made it is probably laughing at everybody because... Um, He could probably put it back together in his sleep. And of course, if you do this long enough, you can put it back together easily. But if you're starting out or if you're just doing your filter every six months, it is quite challenging. There are a few tricks you can do. I know some of my YouTube videos show me doing this trick. You can actually just take the top off. Depending on how your filter is um, plumb for the backwash, you don't want to make a mess, of course, on your property or on the deck. But if you can take the top off, and just hose off the grids in the tank while they're intact in there. And you can do a pretty good job if you have experience doing it this way. If you wanted to, you could take the top manifold off. That way you can get inside the grids a little better. But I've been doing this for a long time, so I can actually get my hose and get it in there and clean this filter about 90% effectively with all the grids in there with the manifold on. And then what I do is I put the top back on and I give it a quick back washing to get all the other residue out. And if you take the top back off again and look at it, you'll see that the grids are 95% clean this way if you did it correctly. And this is hosing off down the middle, the sides, getting all the D out at the bottom. And it, it's maybe a little bit more time consuming in some cases, but it's much easier than taking it apart. The only thing that I would say is that you have to really inspect the grids for any kind of tears while you're doing this. It may be hard to see some of the grids because it's all assembled. 
And that's why taking the top manifold off may be a good idea in some cases. Other cases you don't have to, especially if the grids are newer. Just hose it off in there if you can, depending on, again, the backyard setup. And then everything is pretty easy because you're not disassembling it. Another thing that I do often when I can't do this, I have several accounts where it's all cemented, the defilter is there, and if I do this, I'll just create a gigantic mess. And so I'll take the top off, I'll put it in backwash mode, or remove the drain plug depending on the filter. I'll let all the water drain off, I'll clean the pool, I'll let the filter dry out for about 10 minutes in the tank, and then I will pick up the assembly with all eight grids attached, top manifold on, with the bolts on the bottom manifold, lift it off the stem pipe and bring it out and take it to the front yard or grassy area or dirt area, wherever I can find. And then I'll hose off the complete grid assembly intact. You turn it on the side, you can turn it on the bottom and hose it off really well this way with all the grids intact on there and clean it really well. Caution is that it's a little bit heavy because the DE is still pretty wet and if it's a larger 60 square foot top manifold filter, it can be quite heavy, so be cautious when you lift it out. But once you get it out, there's no if there's no water in there, and you let it kind of dry for about 10 minutes, um, it's pretty easy to get out. You pull it out, and you can hose it off this way. And a lot of pool guys will do it with the grid assembly intact, because it's easier than rebuilding it afterwards. And so if you have the strength to do it this way, this is a highly effective way to clean this type of filter. And then you put it back in, make sure you um, lube up the stem o-ring and then you slide the top manifold on and make sure the o-ring is in good shape. I carry a lot of stem o-rings with me. When I do this method, I always inspect the stem o-ring because DE can get back in through that stem o-ring if it's not intact. So carry extra stem o-rings with you and then do this method. It's highly effective if you have the strength for it and I prefer this in taking it apart. The third method is to take the top manifold off and then take each grid out individually, hose off the grid, then put it back in, take the next grid out, hose it off, put it back in. Again, a little more time consuming, but then you're building, you're rebuilding the filter while it's in the tank, and you're not having to reassemble it outside the tank, which can be more difficult, especially again if you're starting out or if you're a homeowner and haven't done this before. This method is highly effective because you're not having to disassemble everything at once and you're checking each grid as you clean it to make sure there are no tears in it. I do this method with an older DE filter or if I'm taking over the account for the first time and I want to inspect the filter I'll take the top manifold off and do each grid individually and then put them back in and this method will save you a lot of headache. Let me touch on the top manifold a little bit. Um, you'll find that the Hayward top manifolds are pretty tight. You may have to use a rubber mallet to tap the top manifold off of a Hayward filter. I'm not sure why Haywards are so tight. Um, what I do sometimes is I'll actually switch the top manifold if it's cracked. If I have a Hayward filter with a cracked manifold, I've, I've put a Jandy top manifold on it no problem because um, I don't really like the Hayward manifolds. They're hard to get off. When you take off the manifold, you can see if there's any cracks on the grids on top. So if any of the grids are cracked on top that go into the manifold itself, there's a good chance that DE will actually leak in in that area. And so that's the first part of the grid that I inspect is the top where it goes in to the manifold itself. Next, you want to look at any tears on the grid, even a small little tear. 
will let a pretty tremendous amount of diatomaceous earth back into the pool. So inspect them carefully for tears anywhere in the grids. Typically it's the center where they have the frame where you have the, t the torn grid and the middle ridge where the, where the frame is the thickest. Um, but definitely inspect them carefully. Know that how this filter is set up, there's one small grid and then there's seven larger ones. I think if you have three or four grids that are torn, it's time to get a whole set. If the top manifold looks pretty old, it's a good time to get a complete grid assembly, which includes the top manifold, all eight grids, new rods, and a new bottom manifold, and you would just drop that in. It's pretty easy to do, and it may be affordable at that point if you have to replace all eight grids and maybe the top manifold. You might as well get a whole new grid assembly and start with everything fresh, and it's pretty easy to put in. And all of these top manifold grids are universal between the Pentair, Hayward, and Jandy filter. The only exception would be the Pentair 4000 and 2000 series. This actually has the manifold on the bottom. It's actually reversed, so the top manifold is on the bottom and the grid sit inside there. I personally really like this filter because to clean it, you just take off the, quote, the bottom manifold, which is on top, and then you take each grid out individually and then you put them back into the manifold on the bottom. So it's kind of like having the top manifold filters reversed and I really like these filters. So if you're looking for a traditional D filter and you like the grids, definitely go with the Pentair 4000 series because they're very easy to clean. Um, so these grids are different of course than the other grids. There's no small partial grid and there's a cap on each of the grids that fit into the bottom manifold that's on the 4000 and 2000 series. So be careful when you get the grids, let the um, salesperson know at the store that you have a top manifold filter or if you have the Pentair 4000 series or 2000 series, let them know that so you get the right grid. And then you have the, what I like are the quad DE filters. Hayward makes one. Pentair of course has the quad DE filter. That's the name of the filter. I really like this filter because it's basically like a cartridge filter. You have four large cartridges. Simply take them out hose them off, put them back in, put on the cartridge type top manifold, and you're done. Boom. It's pretty easy. And I like to sell customers on the quad DE type filters because of the ease of cleaning and the ease of use. I think they filter just about the same as the grid type filters. I don't really see a big difference with them. And I think the design definitely is easier for the homeowner and of course for the pool service guy to take them out and clean them. I just like these filters. They're great. And whenever I have a D filter going out of service because it's old or cracked, the quad D filter is going in place because I really like it. One thing to note, the quad D filters are plumbed the same way as a cartridge filter. So if you have a D filter currently, you're going to reverse the inlet and outlet because that's how the quad D filter is plumbed. And then the push-pull backwash valve will not work with a quad D filter again because the inlet and outlet are reversed and the quad D filter acts more like a cartridge or sand filter and when you backwash a traditional grid type D filter when you put it in backwash mode what's actually happening is the water is going inside the grids and pushing all the DE off the grids and all the dirt off of it so it's kind of reversing the flow instead of being on the outside of the grids the water is going on the inside and the quad D filter you can't do that because it's not really made for that um, so ca the caution with that is you can't use a push-pull backwash valve. And they do make 
a multi-port type backwash valve specifically for the quad D filters. I find that the backwash is not necessary. You can just take them apart pretty easily and hose them off. And they're pretty long lasting as far as cleanliness compared to the grid type filters. So I find myself not even backwashing the quad D filters even if there is a backwash valve there. So they're really easy to, to use again and I definitely highly recommend this type of D filter or the Pentair 4000 series. They're really easy to clean also and maintain. Some things to look for in the D filter and I'll probably do another podcast on this at some point. Um, cracked top manifolds. Any kind of crack in the top manifold is a problem um, from the air bleeder cover. Usually it's a cloth or maybe there's a thimble on there or a crack on the manifold. Sometimes the crack is underneath the top manifold so you got to take it off and inspect it. Of course any cracked grids. The stem o-ring where the top manifold sits on that white stem pipe. If the o-ring in there is worn out, the E will get back in the pool. If the manifold is not on tight enough, if there's any kind of gap in there, the E will go right through that gap. And so these are the main areas to look at if you have the top manifold type D filter. For the 4000 and 2000 series, of course, the bottom manifold can crack, just like a top manifold on the other filter. And the grids also can crack. And on the quad D filters, I don't see this too often but the actual cartridges can get a tear in it. The main time that I see DE going back is that there's a center air bleeder pipe and sometimes that's letting DE back in. It's a fairly large pipe and so DE will go in there if the cap is broken or off of that. So check that first and then make sure that the cartridges are set and they're good on the bottom and this will prevent DE from going in. So any kind of tear or crack in the DE filter will let diatomaceous earth back in the pool. Um, it's just the nature of how the filter is. It's got to be a completely intact system or DE will get back in. You just put a scoop of DE into the skimmer with the pool running once you reassemble everything and see if it holds the diatomaceous earth. You'll know right away if it's shooting it back in. And don't get this mixed up with the fact that sometimes at the beginning when you first turn on a DE filter there may be some residue that had gone back down the line and when you turn it on it'll shoot out the return line but this should stop in about 10 or 15 seconds. But when you add the DE to the pool, to the uh, skimmer, to recharge the filter, if you see DE returning, the fresh DE, it will be a light gray color, then you know that there's probably a tear or something's not assembled correctly. So take it apart and inspect it. If you put a second cup in or a second scoop and more of it shoots out, there's definitely something wrong. Again, there should be no DE going back into the pool if you reassembled it correctly, if there's no cracks or tears in the DE um, elements. Again, I could probably talk for an hour about DE filters and all the troubleshooting, but I'll leave it at that for this one. And again, I'll probably touch on it again in a separate podcast. If you're looking for more resources for your pool care needs, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. A lot of great web pages there, and I also have things on diet to make sure filters and how much DE to add to it. And I have an ebook available for $9.99. And if you do service for a living and you want to enhance your business or you're starting out, definitely check out the coaching program. A lot of great discounts and benefits there. You can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer.com.
backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.